0: Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. On this week's episode, we try to extract some excitement out of the Mexico City Grand Prix. We dip our toes into the Verstappen-Kravitz feud. We took a brief look at the FIA penalty for Red Bull, and Isidro tries to hoodwink us with a bullshit call in the predictions game. Don't forget to support the cast by hitting that like, follow, and subscribe button. Welcome back to the Late Night Race Review. I am Owen Scott, and with me as always is Dave Jericho and Isidro Consalvish. In an unprecedented turn of events, Dave has been put on the naughty step this week, and I'm wearing my big boy pants. So before we get into it, lads, how was your weekend? All good?
1: Oh, yeah, can't complain, yeah. apart from falling asleep during that. <laughs> it was a tough old race to watch, wasn't it, in fairness?
2: Uh, tough.
1: I'll tell you one thing um, that happened during that. I, You know the way... I was telling you, I got the uh, the new uh, Fitbit. Oh yeah, that I haven't really been able to use because I've busted my back. But anyway, um, I, I was so relaxed during that race that my Fitbit, my heart rate went below my resting rate, and uh, the Fitbit actually thought I was sleeping and started logging <laughs> sleeping hours. <laughs> oh man! So uh, that's
0: what me and my Fitbit thought of that race. <laughs> yeah, I got most of my income tax um, returns done, so that's good.
1: That's awesome. So, will we do um, some accounting tips this week? Then? <laughs> <laughs> Cooking
0: tips, I think, was on the
1: on the agenda. Oh, oh that's it. That is on the agenda. <laughs> but we, look, we might have time as well to get accounting in as well. You never know. <laughs> um, all right, let's
0: let's jump straight into it. I, I think a good place to start is obviously with um, with with Max and his dominant performance over the whole weekend. Dave, what do you think of of Max this weekend?
1: Yeah, he had, he he had a, he had a great race. I I'll be honest. I did think the Mercedes we're going to put up a bit more of a fight, but he controlled the race really well. He had those tires. He was able to manage those tires. He he was able to manage those tires a lot better than Perez was as well. Mm -hmm. Like Perez did start dropping off and wasn't able to gain on Hamilton, but like Max was still, you know, stretching the lead further ahead from Hamilton. Now I often wondered though, during that race, whether Hamilton was a bit of a psychological thing because he just constantly were on the wrong tire, were on the wrong tire. And Russell was start, started catching Perez. Perez wasn't catching Hamilton. Hamilton wasn't making any inroads into Verstappen. So I don't know whether there was something there. But otherwise, yeah, Verstappen had a had a great race.
0: Oh, utterly dominant. And can yeah. I note as well? It's been a while since we've heard Hamilton uh, talking about his tires. It's it's refreshing to hear him back on the radio again, giving out about tires. Cedric, um, what do you think of of Max and Red Bull this weekend?
2: Uh, it was just a demonstration why Max uh, is the winner of 2022. It was just uh, another another good race for him, just basically controlling the race. There was nothing really that would worry him about. And uh, Red Bull also didn't mess up in the in the pits like last week. So I think it was just a normal weekend for Max and Red Bull.
1: Did they have a... Uh, sorry to cut across you there. Didn't they have a um, slow stop with Perez? Was it? They did, yeah. Yeah, there was the an issue step. with the, the the rear left or something like that. wasn't going on? That's um, nice. But uh,
0: not not the only team to have an issue with um, with getting the the tires on. I think Ferrari had an issue with Science as well. Clown College was back in play. Um, the, uh, the the wrong angle for the for the tire or something. The back left for Science. So that's yeah. right. Yeah, not the only only team uh, having a mess up in the pits. The but, clan, um, and
1: the Clown College was was well in play today. That that car, the, the, both cars were nowhere to be seen this weekend.
0: Yeah, yeah, they were literally Fiat, Fiat puntos. Yeah. All right, let's let's stay with Red Bull. Um, we will have a quick little talk about the budget cap and the breach of budget cap. Dave, do you want to take us through this? Because this came out just before the the week of the race.
1: Oh yeah, this is a. Uh all right, how do I truncate this so I don't end up on a 30 minute rant? Um, So obviously we all know what happened. They went over the budget cap by the 1.8 and we've been waiting what feels like months for um, an announcement from the FIA over what their penalty was going to be. So in the end, it turned out their penalty was going to be a $7 million fine and also that there's going to be a 10% reduction in the car development and use for usage of the wind tunnel. Um, so I, I have a couple of issues with this. Um and stop me if I start rambling too much. But first issue I have is that they um yeah. So the first issue I have is is I think the the agreement that is reached. So basically the, the ABA. Is um basically when Red Bull admit basically that they've exceeded the budget cap and they accept the penalty that the FIA are given. So that's basically just saying like it's like someone in court pleading guilty to you know to a crime. Hmm. But I think in this instance that makes no difference. Like so they should shouldn't be getting a lesser penalty just because they admitted that they breached the budget cap. So I think that ABA. Uh, kind of lesser penalty which I'm pretty sure that's what's happened a lesser penalty because they agreed that they uh, exceeded the budget cap I don't think that's great and the other issue is then the seven million um sorry not seven million the reduction in the in the in the wind tunnel usage and I think it was the lads from McLaren basically saying that what could just end up happening here is that they redirect that that time or that money that they would have spent in, from the budget cap um, on the wind tunnel into other development areas. So they may end up with sort of gains in other areas that they wouldn't maybe get in aero because, you know, they're not using the wind tunnel for that 10%. Mm. Um, and then also is that fine? Is that 7 million coming out of their budget cap for next year? If, if it is, then that's uh, that's a huge penalty because I, I think next year is 135 million. So if that brings them down to 128 million, including the 10% reduction, then that's maybe something something half decent overall though i don't know i i think it, the fia bottled it as we thought they would so yeah Sorry he, for the rant everyone Isidro, do you think
0: that uh, it'll have much of an effect on on red bull next year uh,
2: maybe a little bit uh, like uh, they were saying they might use the money to to apply on the other areas rather than the aerodynamics of the car mm. but uh, overall it might. It is not as bad as uh, we would thought it would be, but uh, we need to see how Red Bull is going to f- is going to circumvent this this penalty in terms of money and in terms of time in the wheat tunnel.
0: Yeah. Um, Dave, uh, just another little um a thing on on Red Bull in, in particular. Max, um, this weekend, Ted Kravitz uh, and Max having a little bit of a feud over something that uh, Ted had said in a one of Sky's uh, productions. Either post post practice was it? Um,
1: yeah, it was after after a post qualifying
0: post-qualifying
1: um
0: yeah do you want to bring us through what what happened here in detail um just just what went on
1: this is like well to be fair i'll be honest i didn't think there was much to this i think it's ridiculous um like ted kravitz obviously was talking about the plot of brad pitt's new movie the f1 movie and he was sort of saying about whether you know lewis hamilton's story was the sort of star of the of the movie you know whether you know seven-time world champion he then you know Gets uh doesn't win the the his eighth world championship saying sort of basically saying then that he got robbed of his eighth world championship and then signs a new contract comes back next season and wins you know his eighth world championship so he was kind of laying in thick of a little bit on the whole you know he was robbed of of that eighth world championship and then as a result whatever way Max Verstappen got wind of that and decided to have a boycott then of Sky F one. For whether he does that for this weekend or the remainder of the season, that that's uh, that's up for grabs. And let's uh, put a little note asterisk beside this: we haven't seen the the post race interviews, so we don't know whether he has done an interview with Sky F one in the bullpen afterwards. So, yeah, um, so if he has, then look, fair enough. But so from what we know so far, anyway, there's supposed to be a boycott. But I'll be honest: this whole thing needs to be just put to bed. This last season stuff. Look, it was what it was. It was controversial. It's done the yeah. The only comeback they had was the FIA penalty, possibly there, there was like like a slither of a chance that you know they may have done something that might have altered it. Nobody really thought that was happening, but there was a slither of a chance. that chance is gone. it's done. Everybody move on. Everybody move on, especially social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah um and that's so speaking of of uh of hamilton in particular um alonso coming out this week and saying that uh max's titles are possibly worth more uh than hamilton's because hamilton only had to compete with one teammate isidro what do you think of of those comments uh this week from alonso
2: they are cheeky comments from alonso but in the point i have to agree with them if we see the last time that uh, louis won the title it was basically him alone all the time for all the season while Max we only almost half the season that's when he started to uh, get in the way further and further but uh, but Luis on 2020 it was just Luis all the time there was nothing there so I think that's what kind of Alonso was hitting that uh, Max has been fighting more than just with his teammate he must going through the ferraris good luck at the beginning and then maybe mercedes for one or two races but i think uh, that was alonso was trying to him, but it doesn't take the merit of the seven title that lewis got so far
0: yeah yeah dave what do you think
2: um
1: yeah, I I thought it was a bit odd randomly Alonzo just decided to throw out that comment. Like, I was like, What? You just decided to it was like you're just walking down the street and you just see some drunken guys fighting on the street and you just going of go, I'm gonna get involved in that. You're like, why? Yeah. <laughs> it like, has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just it was a bit random. But uh in terms of whether Lewis's world titles are worth uh more or less, um that's a tough one because I get what Isidro is saying, like it's um you know in terms of what you're who you're competing at, I mean at the end of the day, it's not Hamilton's fault that he had a better car than everybody else, like you know yeah. um, and don't forget as well in his his first world championship um title for in when he was driving for mclaren like that like yes, it was a superior car, but it wasn't it wasn't plain sailing for him like you know it's there was um he had to work for that uh and even. When it was Dominic, okay, I know Alonso saying that he was he only had his teammate to fight with, but you know Nico Rosberg was a was a tough competitor. I think when it became Valtteri Bottas, it was more number one, number two driver. But when it was Nico Rosberg, like they put it up against each other. I mean, they were wiping each other out in races. They were really racing hard. So yeah, I don't know. I think I think he deserves those titles, and you know Max. I, yeah, I, I I don't think I can I can comment say one's better than the other because I think that is you know you can only race what's what what you have to hand you know and that's yeah. exactly what Hamilton's done. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Let's try and bring it back and remember that we actually had a race to watch today. Oh, <laughs> it, I was
1: it's, enjoying drifting off. <laughs> it,
0: it's easy to, to to fall away from it because it was just so boring. Oh, um,
1: my Fitbit's not going to know what's hit it now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Your heart rate's to the roof.
1: Oh, um, no, it's gone down.
0: <laughs> but Mercedes, let's bring it back to Mercedes in, in the race. As a team, Dave, talk to me about how Mercedes got on today. What do you think of their
1: their strategy overall? Um. Oh, okay. Well, before the, the the strategy, well, yeah. Before we got into the strategy, like they, I thought they had a great weekend. They looked great in the the free practice. They looked great in quality. So I thought today, I was thinking, they, they were getting closer and closer to uh their, their their first win of the season, and I thought just like last last week, like I thought this was it though. I thought they that this Hamilton has it. Um, and even with the start. I thought like uh, obviously George Russell got the poorest of the, of the starts from, from the, the the two Mercedes drivers. But even at the start, Hamilton still retained. He was still within like, I think he kept within like 1. 1.3, 1. 1.4 seconds. And when I saw the, uh Verstappen wasn't sort of stretching the lead and you were like, you know, by lap 10, you were seeing like a five, six, seven second gap. I thought, okay, this is still on the cards. Then they went to the hards, and I get what they were trying to do. They were playing the long game. They were hoping for the mediums to drop off. But it sounded like, and look, maybe you guys heard something while I was sleeping for (laughs) twenty-five laps. Um, But it sounded like uh, a lot. Like Red Bull knew these tires weren't dropping off. Like uh, Martin Brundle was talking in the commentary, saying like, unless something miraculous happens, he says there's no like he doesn't see the 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 mediums dropping off. The mediums were actually yeah. more durable than they expected it to be. Yeah. So now other teams obviously went for hards as well. So I don't know. There seemed to have been a split there. Of some teams seemed to know that the mediums were the right t- tire to be on, and others not so much. So today, yeah, it was the wrong call. The 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 hard. It, it was worth the gamble, maybe. But um, again, they did look like they had the pace. So maybe uh, you know, stretch the stint and go for the softs at the end. I don't know. But, yeah, clearly the hard wasn't the way to go this weekend, unfortunately. And they cost themselves uh, a first win.
0: It's exciting, though, to see Mercedes back uh, among the hunt there and the the top six teams. Like, this is what we were looking for from the start of the season was this uh, Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes championship mm. where we had six cars that were all competing with each other it's good to see that they're they're there or thereabouts and if they can kind of get the the strategy down or on a, on a on another day it could have been a mercedes in, in in the um taking the the win today
1: yeah it could have been and it was like i said it, it all came down to the strategy i think they had the they seemed to have the performance so it just yeah unfortunately just came down to that tire that that kind of aggressive strategy of going with the hard tire just unfortunately didn't pay off for them Different. but it's great to see it's great to see that they're doing well but unfortunately i mean what with two races left of the season they are still without a win and from what i can understand from or what i can glean from the little bits of information that are leaking out for or leaking out coming out in conversations and interviews with um the mercedes team it looks or it looks and sounds like next season's car is going to be a different philosophy altogether and, and won't be sort of going down the direction that they've gone at the moment. Right. So, um, could be all for nothing this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. See, Drew, talk to me a little bit about George Russell today. Why do you think he got on?
2: Uh, I think he, he, he was just another part of the bad luck with Mercedes he wanted new tires he ran about that a lot during the team radio mm. and probably they should have just uh, since the Hamilton was the most uh, important driver that they wanted to, to stay close to Max they should just try Russell and say okay you want to come in for uh, mm. let's say soft tires and go ahead and just let him race mm. but uh, overall I'm surprised that Russell didn't just swerve to the right at the first turn just to <laughs> Is out of the race, Russell Pedo. Yeah, and bring some excitement. But uh, but overall, he was uh, was just another normal race for for Russell. Just uh, quiet, and then uh, just before last lap, going for soft tires and get that extra point on the fastest lap. Dave, what do you think? That was Russell for the weekend.
1: Um, I was going to say, Isidro, when you were saying about uh, Russell wanting to come in for the softs, were you talking about on the, like, with the five, six laps to go? Or were you talking about, because uh, I know with five or six laps to go, he was saying that we should come in for the soft tires just to go for the fastest lap. And they were t- trying to get him to stay out and say that, you know, basically Perez is still within reach, which obviously everybody other than Mercedes knew that it wasn't. Mm. But I was just wondering, because the other time he wanted to, Go with an alternative strategy for softs at the end was earlier on in the race where he was when he was leading where everyone else is coming for their pit stops and he was leading the race and he wanted to extend the stint on the mediums and he says he asked what about going for the softs at the end and Mercedes said that well you would have to extend this stint you know quite quite dramatically now in hindsight obviously they could have possibly done that now obviously every car is different and and um, it's harder or you know more more uh, forgiving on their tires but looking at how well say verstappen managed to nurse his tires for the race it, it looks like that might have been an option like okay he would have lost out like you know, Verstappen would have caught him. Hamilton would have caught him. Probably Paris, so he probably would have been back out in P four, and he, or you are know, back at P four before he came in for the pit stop, maybe. But like we saw how aggressive Daniel Ricciardo could be at the end of the race on the soft tires. So I'm just wondering, should it at that point when like look, everybody else could see, even like Martin Brundle on the commentary was saying, like you know he's he's not they're they're not catching like this this. It's not going to work. Like, um, so I'm just wondering was it best maybe just to go? They had Hamilton out on the softs or on the hards already. Maybe it was best splitting the strategies and saying, you know what, let's see what happens. Leave uh, Russell out on a longer stint uh, and basically do the reverse of what Red Bull did. Red Bull started obviously on the softs, went for the meat, a long stint on the mediums. They could have just flipped that, um, and left Russell out long. I know it looked. It's all is what, buts and maybes. But yeah, what do you think? Like, do you think uh, that they, they should have done that maybe at the start?
2: They have nothing to lose. I mean, we are two two races away from the the end of the season, so they have. Uh, Russell is not was uh, he was already a. guinea pig a couple yeah races ago for tires, so wouldn't hurt to test the soft and let him race just exactly have, would put pressure on Paris for instance
1: well that's it and just at least you have two, you know you've you've two dogs in the fight as it were like on two different strategies that if one doesn't pay off then at least you've got another one to fall back on but in this case they just dropped they went straight for both both cars both on the hard compound tires they didn't leave themselves any room for an alternative or a backup of getting a driver a possible victory um either maybe that they just thought that much of Russell and just knew he wasn't getting a win no matter what tire he was on. So I don't know. <laughs>
0: uh, now, you both say that there was, there's no pressure really on, on Mercedes there. But if you look at the, the points, Mercedes are on 4.16, Ferrari on 4.69, and we do have two races left to go. <laughs> Is there possibly something there that, that Mercedes are, are looking to try and take that that second spot? They see that as a, as a goal for the season.
1: I'd say so, but I mean, still, they had that opportunity to still, look, I think they could see that the Ferrari in, I think, whether it was the altitude, um, I'd I'd say there's probably an issue. It was an issue with the cooling of the uh, Ferraris and they were possibly down on power where they turned the engines down for reliability because they weren't going to be able to get as much air in to cool the car because of the altitude the races run at. Uh, that may be a reason excuse me, maybe a reason why we saw the Ferraris uh, with such poor performance so in that scenario Mercedes should have seen that and realized okay, here's the lap times that Ferrari are putting in they're nowhere, they are absolutely of no concern to us now in this race so they were always going to outscore Ferrari short of doing an absolute disaster of a pit stop but they were always going to finish ahead of Ferrari so I think either way even considering keeping in mind that um fight for p uh, the second place in the constructor's title they could still have gambled with a split strategy and come out ahead of ferrari because they didn't have to decide that at the start of the race when they didn't know how strong ferrari were going to be in the race sure. they they had they had the opportunity to see how poor ferrari were actually doing first and then make the decision but they didn't they went for both drivers on the on the hard compound so for me i think in hindsight that was a, a bad call but there's uh mine is more intelligent than me working on that well or so i'm told
0: when <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you mentioned ferrari there Isidro. do you think that was pretty much all that was at play today the the altitude affecting the the ferrari or was there was there anything else going on with the, with the pace of ferrari today what was going on there
2: i didn't see any ferrari's today so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> nice. And, uh, only when the, the crowds were cheering to see the Ferraris passing by, that's when we noticed the Ferrari were in play. Uh, yeah. As you said, I don't know if it was the altitude or it was, uh, but they, they were barely seen on track today. Mm. So let's see if it was just a matter of the, uh, the altitude of the track and we'll see if they can get back uh, to the action in Brazil. Yeah, they, because today was a day to forget they got a few points they got away from uh well they try to get away from mercedes but uh no this weekend was not their weekend at all yeah the tv
0: director didn't seem to think that uh ferrari was very interested this weekend either because as you said other than the um the the turn one i don't think mm-hmm. i saw any ferraris the whole way through the race they were just in the middle by themselves there no, Dave, that's they?
1: it so we're in no man's land for the whole race, and it's just like I said. <clears throat> sorry, uh, I, I think the only explanation is just because of the altitude, um, and the uh, the ability or the maybe possibly the, the difficulty in cooling down the engine efficiently. That's the only thing I could think of. Um, I heard it mentioned as well during the race, so I, I, I would, I would, I would label claim that that's kind of what was going on here, because there should be no other reason that there's such a performance drop from all the other races where Ferrari have been relatively competitive, obviously, give or take. And then all of a sudden, you know, we get to Mexico and they are absolutely nowhere to, I mean, I think they've finished. I don't have the time. Actually, hang on a second. Let me just quickly bring it up here. So, yeah, I mean, Carlos Sainz finished 58 seconds behind Verstappen and Charles Leclerc 68 seconds behind. So that hasn't happened because all of a sudden you know the car isn't competitive from the, the difference between USA and Mexico so the only the only different variable that's there is the the location and the altitude and the ability to cool down because if it was just one car you might say that there's an issue but the fact that it's both cars says to me that ferrari know there's an issue uh with the reliability of the engine and had a fear that both engines could end up not finishing the race if they went full bore for the whole for the whole, um, whatever it was, seventy-one laps.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and not much else really happened in the race today. They were trying to pick stuff out. I'm looking at my at my notes uh, as we were coming up to the uh, the cast today, and not a lot was happening. But there there was a few penalties uh, given out throughout the day. We had the Gasly five second penalty for for locking up and pretty much driving through Lance Stroll. And we also had uh, Danny Ricardo get a 10 second penalty. Talk to me a little bit about about Danny Ricardo today, Dave.
1: Uh, Danny Ricardo needs to get a penalty in every race. Yeah. So, so he didn't really sort of uh, set the the race on fire at any stage until he had the, (laughs) he had the collision with uh, Sonoda, wasn't it? On turn, I want to say turn six, but I could be wrong on the turn. And, and again even after the collision with sonoda uh, like i don't think there was too much really i mean he was he was having an okay drive and then i don't know everyone kind of forgot about him he got the 10 second you know the the stewards announced it was a 10 second penalty and then all of a sudden ricardo just started eating through the field yeah. and then it was just like what the hell so i think he needs to be getting a penalty in every race he should start like golfing or something he should start with a handicap of plus 10 uh, on his uh, on on his opening lap. And that's, uh, I think that's, I think we've solved Daniel Ricciardo for 2024. We are getting you a world title. You start with plus (laughs) 10 second penalty um, every race. And uh, yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was probably the best thing for him that he got that 10 second penalty.
0: It just makes you sad to see that, like, that potential has always been there, but just something has been lacking in Daniel Ricciardo this season. And, Ugh, who knows who could who could figure it out?
1: It's just a, a conundrum, Dave. And yeah, no, just and the other thing lacking. do you notice though? Even though he was driving, like he was driving the socks off that car, did you not notice though as well? One of the big, one of the main traits that uh, Daniel Ricardo had, and uh, where and even the commentators were saying it today, the last of the late breakers, hmm. like he doesn't do that anymore. He's not like okay. I know he got the penalty because he did the a bit of a lunge on Sonoda, yeah. but he doesn't he's just not late on the brakes maybe he just doesn't have the confidence in that mclaren so that's possibly why he's not he doesn't feel that he has that ability to slam on the brakes late but that was one of the traits that he had that was one of his big standout even from red bull to even in uh, when he was at renault and just that mclaren though especially this season more so this car or whatever's happening he's lost that he's not doing that as much as he as he used to hmm. City, it is. But... It is,
0: and a, a, a bit of a, a random shot out of the dark here. But, row do you think maybe has could be looking at uh, at Schumacher at the moment, and you know, with a few races to go, maybe a Ricardo puts in a few performances and maybe convinces someone that he uh, he deserves a seat next year.
2: No, I think it's already too little, <laughs> too late for Ricardo. Right. The only the only seat that you that you'll get is probably uh, Sky F1 tormentator. <laughs> And maybe we'll see if he gets the Mercedes uh, uh, Mercedes seat as a reserve driver. But uh, I'm not seeing him going to Haas.
1: Dave, but didn't Gunther Sainer say that he was sort of open to Daniel Ricardo coming to Haas? But he he was saying he said something cryptic like um, Gunther Sainer saying like uh, he's waiting on the phone call, like he's waiting. Nice. He like or or he said something like Daniel Ricardo knows our number or something like that and so it almost sounded like daniel ricardo didn't want Haas not the other way around things might have changed uh, since uh, then <laughs> but well that's true and now he's going if he's like i know there's the rumor that he's going to be a reserve driver at mercedes or is that confirmed sorry was it confirmed that he's going to be a reserve driver at mercedes next year uh, um, i don't think that's been confirmed yeah so the rumor think. that he's going to be a reserve driver at mercedes what's that getting you i mean yeah. the likelihood that you're going to get a, a drive is not happening i mean you probably won't even get a free practice run out because that'll go to a rookie you're you're not going to get a drive in 2024 i mean what they're they're going to get rid of george russell or lewis hamilton who i think lewis Hamilton's looking to sign a new deal with mercedes so he's not getting a drive there if Haas do a deal like they're going to be keeping yeah you know, the like I, I, i'll be honest i think they're going to keep mick schumacher i could be wrong but i just have a feeling they're going to keep mick schumacher like, where's he going to go? Like, I mean, there's 2024. I think he's he's done. Like, I think he should. If, if Haas was available and it was literally a case of Haas were waiting on him to contact them, he should have been on hands and knees begging down that phone for that seat. Cause yeah. I don't see he, he would have found it easier to get a different drive staying in Formula One in a lower team than he will sitting in the reserve driver seat at Mercedes or wherever to try and get back in, in 2024 yeah yeah agreed agreed when you've got drivers like colton Herta trying to get in uh to to, to to get a drive why the hell are they going to you know sort of go oh you know we're not going to go for a fresh up-and-comer We're, you know that's where they're looking we're going to go for 34 year old at the time or he'll be 35 or whatever age he'll be at the time um daniel ricardo who's hasn't even got a drive out because he's been a reserve driver so yeah
0: all possibly just a little too late for Danny Ricardo then, possibly. Mm. Um right, let's let's round this thing up. We had um a race that was absolutely begging for a safety car. We needed something. We were looking for a Latifi a hand of God uh, to come and <laughs> come and
1: save us. Hand of the goat.
0: <laughs> hand <laughs> of the goat, yeah. Um and we we some we got a, a virtual safety car in Alonso. Cedro, what, what happened with Alonso
2: there? Alonso was uh unlucky that 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 engine definitely didn't, couldn't uh, handle the altitude probably mm. uh, that's a shame, we could see in the on the screen that Alonso was really really upset of of what happened but nothing he could do just uh, go go back to the pit and that's it yeah. just another let's see if Brazil brings more luck to Alonso, he has two more two more races to before he moves to Green pastors, let's say.
0: Pastors, Jesus. Green, yeah. <laughs> At
2: Aston Martin. Aston Martin is green. Isn't it? it is green, yeah. <laughs> it's but nice.
0: the, yeah. Um, Dave, any anything else you want to um, you want to add?
1: No, other than just praying that it was going to be a full safety card. There's nothing really to add to that. You know, like as Idro said, it, I imagine it's probably. Although on the grid, uh, Martin Brundle was interviewing Alonso and he was just saying that the car wasn't going to be good this weekend so maybe they knew that there was possibly going to be a reliability issue again like ferrari type thing with the the uh, altitude because he did me- make mention of uh, that the car wasn't going kind to of where they wanted to be this weekend so yeah maybe something along those lines
0: yeah i oh, yeah see dragon
2: maybe there was some sort of game and alpine said well alonso on one of your cars going to struggle halfway <laughs> the race so be prepared it's um, yeah. interesting no one knows at, so. least a,
1: at least the race was interesting for someone yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if, if
0: we if we look at our, our predictions Dave I think we were somewhat on the money there we knew something was
1: going to happen as well oh are we are we wrapping up are we going to predictions now are we? I think it's time I think it it's is time. time all right right let's let's dive straight into this all right, I'm leading on eight and yourself and the Scotty are joint second, last, whatever way you want to call it. <laughs> I'm perfectly mid-table. There. You're perfectly mid-table on the seven points. You're only you're only mid-table alphabetically. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this week, I oh, sweet Jesus, where are we on the spreadsheet? Okay, so my top three, I had, is that what I went with? No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no! What was I thinking? <laughs> I swear I was watching that race, thinking I had Perez, Hamilton, Verstappen. Yeah. Well, this is a... <laughs> if that wasn't a disappointment, this is. <laughs> All right. Uh, I went with the Perez win, zero. <laughs> Verstappen second, zero, and Signs third, zero. I'm convinced. Oh, only for I know we ended up with the same predictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I thought um.
2: Crap. We guys. went with a heart. We thought that Perez would win in Mexico. Yeah. In some, uh, some race oh, in I just that. I
1: thought I had something better than what I actually had. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: well, all yeah, right. mine were the same, exact same as yours. Three zeros. Perez Verstappen science didn't happen.
1: Goose eggs all round. Yeah. And,
2: and I had Perez Verstappen and the Quark.
1: Goose eggs so. all round. Alright, this is where it gets a little interesting. Yeah. So Now we're going to be rolling the dice. So, (laughs) excuse me. So we, I had as my flop, Alonso DNF. That's a nice little point there for me, Scotty
0: Insider at Alpine. Me too. I got the same tip as you did from that lad, Um, Alonso. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I got the call, Alonso DNF as well. One point. Woo. And zero.
2: I have Norris DNF. So zero. Zero. All might, righty. Might as well
0: have been. Where did Where did Lonzo or not Lonzo? Where did Norris finish in the end? Was he, P10? he P ten? Uh No P
1: P nine. Oh P nine. Okay. Because P ten was taken by my old buddy <laughs> Valtteri Bottas <laughs> to it. give me. I had Bottas to finish inside the top ten, and that he did. So that is one point for me. Just... And Scotty. Wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Look, I took a, I took a punt. And uh, I'm not sure why I went top six on it. Um, I just, I just thought that because I wasn't there last week, if I just said top 10 Gasly, there'd be all this whinging and moaning about it. oh, I don't know if we can give him that. So I decided to <laughs> cut it down to top six and take a real punt. Yeah, it
1: didn't that didn't pay off.
0: No, nowhere near.
1: So, so Goose a... up then
2: though, uh, who Gasly was Gasly was p 11 So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: goes... he, he almost got there. Yep, yeah. but. You didn't,
2: yeah. No, no that. Zero, what did you have for your? I went with Alban top 10. And <sighs> I thought you had it there for a while. Yeah, so was I. You did a solid race, but uh, not enough to. And then uh, it just ended up. So,
0: <laughs> you know what this means.
2: Oh, yeah. After,
1: it means I have to do the happy scroll all the way back to the top of the Excel sheet <laughs> <laughs> so I can update that little number from eight to nine. And that means that I am leading the table now on nine points with yourself and Isidro tailing up in seven points. And there's only two races left. So it. It, can either, it can only end in a tie. So, so, so someone has to get uh, yeah. maximum points here for the last two races. Yeah, bring exactly, the A game, yeah. gentlemen. Bring the A game. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, no splitting um, opinions. We have to go rogue on everything.
1: Oh yeah, a strategies have to be kept close to the
0: chest. Yeah, yeah, right. In saying that, Dave, we're we're gonna yeah. uh, look at Brazil. I <laughs> all guess. right,
1: okay, all right. So I have gone with. I think we're going to get back to a bit more normality. So I'm going to go with Verstappen, uh, P1, and oh, well, I don't know what I was saying for normality. He got P1 today, just because I didn't <laughs> guess it doesn't mean it's not normal. All right, anyway, uh, Verstappen to win in brazil uh because he loves that track i think and especially if it's raining perez i'm going with p2 because i think he's got a bit of an incentive there to get uh to lock down p2 in the in the driver's title race or driver's table and i'm gonna go with signs because i think uh i think leclerc's checked out a bit i think he's uh
0: He's done, isn't
1: he? Yeah, I think he realizes he's nothing to gain from this. I think he doesn't give a shit about second in the champ in the the championship. And I think Signs is probably just still has a little bit of something to prove after a bit of a kind of chopping and changing season.
0: Yeah, he always seems to, that he has something to prove. Uh, Signs, he's always yeah. battling to get get a result, isn't he? Um Just okay. needs your love. <laughs> my uh my top three for brazil thankfully is different to yours um number one i have max verstappen which is pretty obvious yeah. um because i don't want to lose points yeah. my number two is going to be lewis hamilton because oh, he Jesus. fucking loves brazil and brazil loves lewis so i'm going to say number two hamilton all right and all then right, i'm yeah. going to go number three perez
1: well, that's exactly what I thought I had this week, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's uh do you know that's 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 a good you yeah. know, if I could change mine I'd go for yours. <laughs> Not a bad one, is it? I saw yeah. a little
0: smile on the face there as I was saying my uh, Oh no. What's happening was... now? Keep in mind if you say the exact same ones as me, that will leave us tied. <laughs> Oh, actually, so be... if we, if we're tied, we get a point each. Is that we right? We get a point each. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right you right. both be up oh, there.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So it'll be. All right. Okay, go on then. Well, I got the big time. wobbly head in you. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. <laughs> All
2: right. Go on, Isidro. What do you so got? So first, Lewis Hamilton.
1: Oh! Wow. Oh, yeah. Zistro. First. Isidro. Uh, fucking We this their
2: lesson. They he know was... the tires now. Jesus.
1: You saw <laughs> Sam, there just firing his <laughs> pistols in the
2: air. Second, Max Verstappen.
0: Nice. Okay. Hell. okay yeah. you, Russell, you don't hear that term very often. Second, Max Verstappen.
2: Yeah, I think Mercedes learned their lesson. Their car is fast. Not yet. They just need the right tires. And I think Lewis won last year, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Oh, that's right, yeah.
0: That was the now, epic. Yeah. Last yeah. to first.
1: Um, Scotty, you said you don't hear that often. Max Verstappen P2 literally all three of us had Mer- Verstappen <laughs> in P2 last week. or oh, for, we? for today. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> forgot to oh, that hard. was because it was Mexico. Yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. All right. So here's that. Uh, this is the one. Now, I was sent to you, Azidro, I think uh, my uh, flop that I'm selecting is um, I don't know whether it, I, it should be allowed. So I'm going to go with both McLarens outside the top 10. Oh. Yeah, I mean, uh, me. L- Lando's always inside the top ten. Yeah,
2: Norris is solid. Ricardo is a wild one. So
0: was he yeah. inside the top ten today?
2: He was P9. Lando, it was P. Nine. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll get well, in P9 fact,
1: both the McLarens were <laughs> in the top ten today. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm. All right. So, uh, what's your flop?
0: My flippity flop is Valtteri Bottas. dunov He was top ten today. I, and I'm saying, in particular, engine failure DNF. Oh. I have to
1: say, he's been... Oh, oh you're going to lock it down to an engine failure? Yeah. That's yeah. different. That oh. I can that. Okay, I'll accept that. Yeah, engine DNF. Jesus. Christ! Oh, if
2: he just uh, crashed into him? <laughs> you, 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 no, you should have just... kept quiet
1: you should have kept quiet Scotty because if you had just gone bought it as DNF I know we were kind of going oh I think it would have still stood shit <laughs> too soon you've launched into the engine uh, a little bit too early I rustled it <laughs> yeah exactly full send on your flop
2: <laughs>
1: um, yeah. I right, love your sex tape <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, all right isidro my your flop is Alcon outside the top 10
1: that's not blowing my hair back, Isidro. No, me either.
0: Um well, Yeah, I no, I don't know. He's been pretty consistent he, in the in, in the top he, ten, hasn't
2: he? He only finished outside top ten three races so far.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's a good Yeah, alright,
1: alright, okay. I mean, but it's it always just says it always seems like he finishes inside the top ten on an absolute shoestring. Like
2: mm. no, He's pretty consistently he either seventh, eighth. Eight eight.
1: Zidro, you're the wrong person to be selling us on this. <laughs> 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 all right, okay, all right. Well, it's it, it's it's locked in. i outside top ten. <clears throat> all right. Um. Okay. What are we up to now? The surprise. Well, this is going to be interesting. Uh, I've gone with Bottas top ten finish, and Ooh. that has to stand considering you've gone for Bottas in a DNF. <laughs> so I should get the top ten. He did finish top 10 today, though, didn't he? But, yeah. I mean, how often does he fit Yeah, no, he's, oh, yeah, been, he's
0: he... been pretty shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it can't happen two weeks in a row. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that, yeah. I'm, Am I getting it?
1: Isidro, what's your? report? go ahead. I allow it. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> Lord, Isidro has allowed. bought us.
0: No, I'm, I'm not going to lock this into a position or uh, any higher than top 10, but I'm going to say K-Mag top 10. That should be an easy sell.
1: Yeah, I think so. I'll 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 suicide, but yeah, I'll take <laughs> yeah, I need I need to take a punt at this stage of the season. That's a though. big that's a that's a big one, yeah. Although I think they will be better than they were. Yeah, I do um I think Merce- I think maybe uh Haas's issues might have been the same as Ferraris. I mean they're they're Ferrari engines, so they may have just tuned turned down the engines a little bit this this week.
0: Yeah. And another a fine mm. for them before the race, to do with the wheel.
1: Wait, did you say a fine?
0: Yeah, they got a fine for uh, something to do with the rear right. Oh, Wasn't that's right. Safely yeah, on or something.
1: I didn't hear about the fine, but yeah, I know what you're saying about the wheel. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know they they got a fine for it. Eh, yeah, interesting. geez, the, the FIA or out and Formula One are gathering the old fines together It'd be a good yeah. Christmas party this year. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, uh, Zero. What have you got for your surprise?
2: Uh, let's see if it's allowed. Uh, at least one Alpha Tauri in top ten. Wait, you tried this strategy before,
1: and we called you out on it. No, you're, like, well, you're 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 I... doubling down. Da- you're doubling down. You're basically saying <laughs> one or the other. Like, if you had just gone Sonoda in the top 10 or Gasly in the top 10, but no, you you spread the bet and kind of went to one of them in the top 10. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
2: well, let's lock it to. Zunoda. That's like kind
1: of going, I'm watching Man United beat be Liverpool. I'm betting that one of them is going to win. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you're just it doesn't end in a draw. There yeah, will be a I goal. Was
2: doubt. My yeah. first hint was to know the top 10. Then I thought maybe I could try squeeze one of them. <laughs> that no, strategy ain't going to fly. You can play for trying. Top 10.
1: All right, so you're gonna go. Through, you're gonna lock it into Sonoda top ten. Yeah,
2: I'd happily yeah, get to that. Is, yep. uh, I think he's he's on the. He just want to get all the penalty license he can with uh, with Alpine, so he can start the fresh. Yeah. Well.
1: Yeah. I, I no no. I I think I think Sonoda top ten is a. I mean I can't remember the last time he finished
2: inside the top ten. Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think he finished eight in Bahrain and seven in. In uh, Emilia Romana, and that was it. Is well, is... <laughs> oh, you finished 10 in Spain, that's it. Wow,
1: so yeah, that's that's a that's a, that's a big point.
2: Well, go for it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay. oh, for and that.
2: he finished 10 on the uh, in the circuit of Americas, so not, not many hopes, but uh, all right, that's interesting. The...
1: Well, we've all got very different, we've all approached the uh, the Brazilian Grand Prix in a very different uh. In in a very different fashion, apart from uh, myself and uh, Scotty both going for Verstappen to take the win. But otherwise, we've all gone for very different, uh, very different approaches. Mm. So it's going to be interesting. But that's it anyway for this week's episode. And hopefully, we'll be back with a more exciting Brazilian Grand Prix than what we saw today. And my Fitbit will be kept happy. (laughs) As always, though, if you want to get in touch, you can reach out to us at feedback at latenightracereview.com or drop a comment below if you're watching us on YouTube. Well, or listening to us on YouTube. Or stalk us on our DMs in Instagram and Twitter. Until next week.